Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. This is episode 317 of the Young Black and Bother podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg. I'm joined by my co-host. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Iris here. Hope y'all doing good. <laughs> hey, it's your girl, Chris Cash. Glad to be back. It's been a while, but I missed y'all. Yes, <laughs> Yeah, they definitely missed y'all. They were hitting up on Instagram like, oh, like, what's going on with shows? I'm like, we've been busy. All of us been busy, so, you know, and we got, like, real-life shit going on. But, you know, we're here. Uh, Q will be on a little bit later, as usual. You know, he's probably at somebody's bar. Um, he'll be on later on. Either way, um, I wanted to just, you know, kind of catch up, you know, with certain stuff. Uh, first and foremost, how was y'all Easter since that recently happened? Oh, Easter. Um, I watched the verses. That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah, that was my Easter too. Um, I, I didn't watch. Oh, my it. Easter was pretty good. Too. Did you do anything? Um, no, I just watched the verses and I hung out with my friend and went to mini golf. That was cool. Okay. Yeah, I, I was like Iris and you, like basically watched the verses and then I watched The Walking Dead and went to sleep. That was pretty much Easter. Um, I think the older less we actually care about Easter. Especially since we can't go nowhere, can't put on a nice outfit, go no place, can't go to a bar, or brunch, nothing like that. So that was pretty much it for me. Um, yeah, and then the family gathering for laughing now too because of it. Yeah, it's it is nuts. Um, now, obviously, you know, I think everybody but Iris is in D.C. But the cherry blossoms, did y'all know that? Like, apparently, the tidal basin is actually like sinking in. So a lot of people couldn't go this year to actually go visit it. I think Chris is I actually it. went down there recently to the cherry blossoms. Sorry mm. guys, I'm on the oh. way home, but the um it wasn't as many people as it used, but you could tell like they're trying to come back out a little bit. Yeah. And they got these little like festival things like I know DC. I don't know if you saw this, Greg. They got this thing where you can um, find these different flower seats outside. Yeah. And that's supposed to be the theme or whatever. But I'm like, um, contact COVID. I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just really, I want to get outside, but I'm not really in a, a big rush because it seems like everybody in mother is going absolutely nuts. Um, and I just rather kind of play it safe especially with the baby so i'm just kind of have you been myself. vaccinated yeah um i had my first vaccine like two or three weeks ago and i'm having my second one on saturday and then they tell you, you got a quarantine i'm like oh like this is a quarantine process for every fucking thing like i, I wait just, you have the quarantine for the vaccine well you got a quarantine after you take the second one they tell you to pretty much you know follow like the seven to ten day rule to just stay in the house and quarantine um because a lot of people have been vaccinated and then they end up getting sick all over again so actually mm. that's a good segue because i have an article about this so let me go and find it so, so i guess since we're talking like covid and stuff like that um new york woman apparently she ended up as soon as it loads it says that woman reveals in new york that she got the virus a month after her shot after attending an indoor wake without a mask says that the Washington State Police, I'm sorry, the Department of State said that they were investigating 102 cases of residents testing positive for COVID after being vaccinated. Um, that shit is weird. 
But the vaccine, the vaccine doesn't make you not get COVID. Like you can still get COVID. The vaccine doesn't stop you from getting COVID. The vaccine just stops you from having like severe, like dying, <laughs> yeah, dying and getting really, really sick from COVID. Yeah, which is crazy because like, like you know, people are you know doing their best to be safe, but it's like it's shit like that that was kind of weird. So it said that in the article, um, Melanie Rosen, who works as a secretary in Long Island school districts tested positive after receiving a second dose of the Moderna vaccine. She contracted the virus after attending a wake for her friend's father. She was inside of her friend's home for about 90 minutes without a mask. Uh, I mean, come on now. It, it's right there for you. And it says shortly after the wake, uh, she developed COVID-19 symptoms, including a stuffy nose and aching muscle. The CDC had not released a total figure for the number of people who have tested positive despite being fully vaccinated. Um, Obviously, people have come up with like conspiracy theories saying, oh, well, you know, it only protects some, not all, blah, 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 blah. But in her case, there were at least 10 family members there. She hung out for an hour and a half without wearing a mask. She figured having the vaccine would make her kind of immune to it. So she tested positive after being told that three of the family members had since been tested positive for COVID as well. Uh, she said that she only suffered a mild form of COVID-19 and believes that the vaccine likely stopped her from becoming seriously ill, though. So that was a good little portion of it. The fact that, you know, nothing drastic happened. Um, I just I'm personally still in my frame to stay in the house, be cool, you know, wear the mask if you want to go out and then, you know, just practice a little bit of distance because me, I'm just an introvert. I don't really like people to begin with. So, you know, hopefully, you know, she pulled through and she's straight, but. Yeah, if you ever like catch the shit, apparently it's not a joke. But at the same time, like, you know, just do what you got to do. Oh, it's definitely not the joke. Just talk to my mom if you guys really want a a testimony. And the crazy thing is, it has brought out so many underlying conditions that my mother had. She ended up, she's going to have to get surgery on her neck. Yeah. Because COVID basically brought out this rare condition that she had in which the nerves turned to bone Mm. and so it caused a fracture in her neck and now she has to get neck surgery to get a metal plate a metal rod put in her neck wow all because of COVID so I'm like y'all y'all can play with this shit if you want to but I'm good off that (laughs) are you getting vaccinated yeah, I'll probably get vaccinated either this week or next week. I'm going to just get that one hit of Quitter Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, let me see. What else do I have with COVID? Jesus, that that, that story kind of fucked me up a little bit. Jeez, like, I'm going to make... It's so crazy how different, like, COVID can impact impact you. Like, it's just so crazy how... Yeah how different it impacts everybody it's it's wild yeah like my sister and my nephew they just recently um got over it as well my sister was able to get the transfusion though yeah so it helped her heal faster because she felt like if she didn't get the transfusion she would have um probably turned into a severe case oh wow they were able to get it and you, you have to get it like within the first i think 48 or 72 hours of testing positive or something like that mm. and um yeah it really helped a lot Gee. yeah well i guess this is when this article i'll actually i'll read some of it and then i'll play the audio clip so the article is from daily news it says that a woman was caught on video 
calling a New York City bakery worker the N-word after refusing to wear a mask. Um, We've probably seen shit like this for the past year, but it says that the woman was standing at the counter of David Alch um, Bakery in the Essex Market on the Lower East Side with a baby in a stroller. Um, two young children were standing next to her as well. Um, two security workers who were seen in the video said that she said she just wanted to order some bagels. A security guard tells the clerk that if it was up to it was up to him if he wanted to serve her. And he did not. The guard tells the customer, ma'am, he's not going to serve you. So please leave. This is where the shit goes left. I'm going to play it for y'all so you can see it, too, because this shit went left real quick. So. Excuse me, can I just set up? You don't want to serve her, let you go. If you want to serve her, serve her. If not, let you go. Take her out. He's not going to serve us. Please read. No, 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 um yeah that, I, I wish that I, was wild like why just why it's the entitlement like what yeah so to to go on with the article though uh it says that a spokeswoman said that the police department had no reports or 911 calls about the incident um that happened on the lower east side the woman however she spoke to the news on tuesday and identified herself as stephanie De Niro of queens I said, you're a bitch ass nigga, a term that they use. She said in a phone interview, all of my children have a black father. That's a term that I've heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, she said that. And then when asked if she was concerned about the video going viral, she said, it's actually, it's actually great because they're forcing people in New York City to wear masks. It's political theater. I don't believe in COVID-19. It's a hoax to convince people to use absentee ballots to steal the election from Donald Trump. Oh, boy. People still on that. Like, how did she? How did she jump from sickness to absentee ballot? <laughs> That's what fucked me up the most. But here's the thing: and does she know that Donald Trump got the vaccine? So, like, uh... they don't be knowing no better. But the fucked up part about it, though, is two days later, she says that she never said the n word. So she says, "I didn't call him the n word. I called him a term to describe his behavior." What? Mm-hmm. Oh, asked- so I recently realized that white women hate to be called Karens. Yes. Like, like that is a term that they really, really, really hate. Because I was in the car driving and this woman was being a Karen. And I said, man, you fucking Karen. <laughs> she was like, oh my God, why would you call me this? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Karen is like the N-word. To be oppressed so bad. Karen is not even like, come on. Come on. If that's the worst thing you could be called, come on. Mm-hmm. You a Karen. Shut up, Karen. 
Yeah, it, it was bad. Um, apparently she. But had, why would you call him a bitch ass nigga? Like, come on. Well, according to, her, according to her, her children are black. Since her children are black and they can say the N-word and her child's fathers are black, then it's okay for her to use the term as well. Oh, Let God. me ask you this, Greg. Does your wife say bitch-ass nigga? Nope. Not <laughs> <Okay>. never. <laughs> so um, that's not, that's not no. it. That's not <laughs> it at all. And the, the fucked up part about it is I played the like audio clip for my wife and like let her see the article. She was like, damn is it that i was like yeah that's why like me as your husband i'm like yo like i better not ever be somewhere and i'm not with you or just in general and you say some shit like that that is wild like oh well my husband but she also knows that that's fucking ridiculous nobody thinks like that like unless you got some type of issue and it clearly this woman has an issue she you can see the other stuff she was spewing mm-hmm. yeah. was ridiculous and i'm just like yo yeah. I don't know what how these people got here, but I hope they stop drinking that Kool-Aid. Yeah. Well, that was your mm-hmm. first article for first 48, and I gave it to you. So it, it can only go down from here. So the second article, a woman shoots up a Burger King drive-thru because the employee forgot her dipping sauce. Damn. What she must have just had it that day. Mm-hmm. Woman opened No honey her- mustard. <laughs> A woman opened fire inside of a Burger King drive-thru window after apparently becoming enraged about the wait time. Surveillance videos show an unhinged customer leaning through the fast food joint's open window while brandishing a black handgun. In one image released by the cops on Friday, the woman holds up the firearm with both hands and aims it inside the drive-thru window. Cops said that the woman pulled up to the restaurant Tuesday and got into an argument with the workers because she felt that her order was being too long. It was taking too long for her order to be completed. Then she grabbed her gun from her car and fired several shots at the staffers. The employees fled through a back door and were unharmed. Cops are searching for the deranged patron. A reward for up to $1,000 is being offered by Crime Stoppers. That's the first 48 state where this shit happened. Texas. (laughs) Or Florida. (laughs) One of the two gun-toting states. I'm going to say Florida. I'm sorry. This happened in Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a, here's a bonus question for you, though. What was the dipping sauce? Sweet and sour. Wait, what was the, wait, what was the restaurant? The sauce was actually... Was it? It was sweet and sour sauce. So. I, I knew it. Okay, Aww. I worked at Burger for three years. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Okay. No. Dang, like, that must be good. Is the is the sweet and sour that good? Wait, but what was the what was the fast food spot? Burger King. Okay. See, yo, I I worked at Burger King for three years. I knew it was sweet and sour. I, certain yeah. type of people buy certain type of get certain type of sauces. Mm-hmm. Let me see what's what's our next one. Um, a t- a teacher travels for sex with a two-year-old um elementary school teacher is facing charges alleging that he solicited online to have sex with a two-year-old and travel to meet the child xavier dante alexander guess the race 28 was arrested thursday on felony charges of soliciting sex with a minor and traveling to meet with a minor for sex alexander is a fourth grade teacher at 
Grove Park Elementary School, and also advertised as a babysitter on various websites. Yes, the first what? baby state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know about that one. This one happened in West Palm Beach, Florida. And he was black. He was ordered to be held on a million dollars bond at a court hearing last Friday. He's being represented by the Palm Beach County Public Defender's Office, which he did not immediately respond to after seeing an email seeking comments. That shit is crazy. So. But who was he talking to? That's the million dollar question right there. Hmm. I I was trying to figure out how you were actually having a conversation with the two year old. Like Chris Hansen, I got maybe he was on ayahuasca and he really wasn't talking to the two year old. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that movie, what's that movie? Um is it Joy? Is that what it's called? Life? Mm-hmm. What's that movie with the black man and he trying to find his wife? Uh I wanna say was it Joy? Was it called Joy? When they was on the dream the was it uh, DMT or something? Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> thinking, shit, I, I'm gonna have to fact somebody going end up sending them on Twitter and be like, no, it was that song. No, it was that right. What? <laughs> soul. That's what it's called. Soul. Oh, oh, not joy. The cartoon, right? <laughs> yes. Mm-mm-mm. Soul. That was a good movie, actually. I encourage everybody to go see it, even though the black man wasn't a black man for most of the movie. Oh wow. Wow. Let me see. What's the what's the next verse 48? Okay, here we go. Mom slashes three-year-old daughter's throat, says that she's jealous of her. Hey, yo, what is with these things with these? These is dark. What happened to the ones that was funny? Like, these are dark. Slash three-year-old's throat. <laughs> this shit is Whoa, yikes. A, a I'm going to pick somewhere Oh, Alabama. <laughs> well, go ahead, Iris. You had... You said Alabama, right? No, that was Chris. So, yeah. Emma, so what you got? West Virginia. West Virginia. A Maryland mother allegedly slashed her three-year-old daughter's neck with a pair of scissors and then turned the blade on herself on Saturday. The suspect and anchors 28 was hit with an attempted murder charge for the alleged attack inside of her home in the Wheaton Glenmont neighborhood near Washington, D.C. A relative called police that morning when she went to the house and found blood on the floor. Wow. Luckily, they found that, wait, no, it says underneath, they found her three-year-old daughter with life-threatening cuts to her neck, but the toddler survived, the mother survived as well. Maryland. They should have made it so the mother didn't survive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, then again, let me not say that because nobody's mom should fucking die. But mm-hmm. clearly she's got a lot of issues going on. But that's what's scaring me about this whole COVID thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I feel like, are it's going to be a lot of psychotic breaks because they're just in solitary in their own home and just don't know how to deal with it. And, you know, like when you can be out and about and mask your mental health issues, it's different than when you have to be in the house and like focus in on it all the time. So I'm just curious to see 
all the PTSD and things to come out of COVID mental health wise, because it's hard on folks. Yeah. Not saying I'm trying to justify this woman being sick, but it's just scary because I feel like this is just going to be the first of many happening. Agreed. Just like that place. uh, I don't know if you heard about this, Iris, but the, um, What's that place in New York that's like, it looks like a pine cone, the vessel, I guess. Oh, yeah, all the people jumping off that shit. They yeah, had they, had to, they had to like close it down because niggas yeah. kept committing suicide. Like, wow. yo, what? <laughs> they was like, nah, how do we prevent niggas from jumping off of this and killing themselves? Because they would really just go there to die. Yep, it was, yeah, that was crazy. It's too much. All right, the, the last one for first 48. White woman is terrified after accidentally tanning her skin black. Mm-hmm. California. Yeah, I'm giving it's in California to me too. It's either that or you were wow, this happened in wait, what? Well, it only says Central Pay in the actual article. It doesn't say where she's from, though. So this one's, we'll, we'll just leave it as a stalemate, but I'm going to share the screen. So it says, after a year of uh, being spent largely indoors, many of us have been looking for a way to actually, you know, go back outside. But be warned, a self-tanning fail can easily ruin your plans. One woman shared her story on TikTok after suffering a fake tan disaster, which left people in stitches. It's the sort of beauty mishap that we hope to leave behind in our teenage years. But as Rachel Waters demonstrated, It can happen even if you visit a professional. Allow us to explain. Rachel shared a video of the mishap on TikTok where she she paid $80 for a spray tan at her apartment. But she claims that the beautician who promised her that she would look just like she had visited Sancho Pay turned up drunk for the 8 a.m. appointment. So I'm assuming the beautician showed up drunk and fucked her up. Um, I'm going to show you this like this photo of her and boy um oh my god like i want to laugh because it's like like what the fuck like this was her like i don't know this was her i guess like before the the actual tan and stuff got darker on her skin because you can visibly tell that she's white but right it, it went from this to this overnight uh so it says she then showed some photo of how she looked before and after the early morning spray tan. The, vir- uh, the video went viral with more than 170K views and sparked hundreds of hilarious comments. In the comments, Rachel said she got her tan. I'm sorry, her tan got lighter after five showers and some exfoliating just one day before she went on holiday. One viewer joked, it looks like you bathe in cold. Not bathing in cold. Yeah, <laughs> that shit is crazy. Um hopefully you know she didn't do that shit intentionally to make herself feel better or you know to be like some type of viral person but you know i think right. i'm gonna show chris again because this shit that's oh no nah. like <laughs> first of all what color was that <laughs> right that was her like oh boy it's like silver tan slate mm-hmm. <laughs> like what the fuck yeah um, we, we talked about the verses. Like, did y'all have like a win or lose, or did you just enjoy the shit? Like, I just enjoyed the I, shit. I ain't even gonna hold you. 
I love Earth, Wind, and Fire, but I love the Isley Brothers too. So I mean, we won. I won. We won. <laughs> right. I won. <laughs> I am the winner of this. Yeah. Like me, I, I wasn't angry or mad about like Steve Harvey hosting it. When they told us that he was going to host, I was like, oh boy, like here we go. But then when he actually showed up and you know he helped them open up and talk more, I was like, okay, I'm I'm feeling this. Like I don't mind you having know, some Harvey was talking about himself more. We did yeah. not need host. It yeah. could have just been D nice MCing. It did not. We did not need Steve Harvey, yo. especially because and he was about to get himself caught up saying like slightly right. homophobic shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was. What yeah. did he say? What he said? He was, he was just saying a little bit of you know. He was saying stuff about he. So okay, right before they went on the break, Steve Harvey was saying something like, "Oh yeah, back in my day, you know." The the men they danced with women they weren't dancing with other men like what you gonna be a man dancing with another man for like Ooh, boy, oh shut yeah. up nigga oh, right it's like it's like you knew what he was trying to say but it's just like nigga stop it don't stop get me it. too nigga right don't get nope. don't get don't nope. get what, do you what is the what is the term for getting canceled by the gays is it me too too or is that only for women because I feel like me too is just like. <laughs> The funniest thing. I mean, not. Hold on, let me take that back. I don't think the people getting me to is funny, but I think the term "me too" is funny. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's fun. Um, I don't know, like Godfrey. Right. Oh yeah, did you see that, Greg? Yo, I, I was about to play this shit. Hold on, I got to play it. <laughs> no, he was accurate. Like that thing was spot on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Steve, I'm going to tell y'all right now. I'm going to tell y'all right now. You don't understand how blessed I am to be here. I'm going to tell you, Ron, I've known you a long damn time. That's right. And Verdine, I've known you a long damn time with your pretty hair. I'm going to tell you right now. Hey, Wait. I ain't never, and I don't watch a lot of verses. Done watch a lot. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna tell you all the verses is trash. And I said, <laughs> I said, they said the Eisner brothers and Earth, Quinn, and Fire. Wind. <laughs> and I said, what? <laughs> Why do you walk away like that? <laughs> I got to host this. I'll be damned if you ain't gonna let Steve Harvey host this. This mine, this old school. You know what I'm saying? This my shit. And so I said, if I don't host, I'll burn this whole damn verses up. It'll be me versus you, Swift Beat, and a punk ass Timberland. That's real shit. And I tell they said, Steve, you know you got the host. I said, you goddamn right, I got the host. But these my friends. What'd you say, Ron? I'm talking about talk. You know, because let these young niggas know, Steve. You want to let these old, young, old, punk-ass, little baby, dumb baby, baby mama, all the baby mumble rapping, humming the humming the ass. Don't be out of it, man. We got to respect the old school. That's real talk. That's real damn talk. I'm from Cleveland, y'all. I'm from Cleveland. All your music is the reason why I have all my goddamn kids. It's your damn music. Yo, music, man, you don't understand how my heart right Steven, now. Steven, let me tell you something, Steven. They're on, they on tour right now. 
You talking too much on Twitter. That's what they saying. You hey man, tell them, what you think about that? Hey man, I can tweet, twit, twat. I don't give a damn. But I know one thing, goddamn. You can retweet, retweet, retweet this shit because your dumb ass, you old young, old little bird chest ass, skinny jean wearing with your ass out. I don't give a damn right now. This is my night. This is your damn night. Your damn night. What happens to the brother and first win and goddamn win? <laughs> you know what? I'm telling you. Where, where, where's Nice at? Tell Nice to come on. Oh, see, yeah, Nice. DJ, DJ Nice. He don't even say your ass at. DJ Nice. <laughs> I'm tell y'all. 19 goddamn 72. Okay? I used to, I was working at a grocery store. Yo, I ain't gonna play the whole thing. But that, yo, that shit had me. Dying. This man said that he went and bought the record and then went and got a hamburger with 89 cents. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, what God. the fuck is you talking about, bro? Like, <laughs> yo, people were doing the math. It's like, yo, how the fuck does this man remember all this shit, these stories and everything? Like, come on, man. This man was waiting for this day. He had this written down. <laughs> like, what he would say if he ever got to be with Earth, Wind, and Fire and the Osley brothers. And let's just say this. I rest. Don't you think Ron Osley was looking like a zaddy? <laughs> okay, I will say this because I always thought that back in the day, back in his contagious and everything days, I was just like, mm, I don't understand. Doesn't fly, right? But that Buzzing. beard, man, it's the beard. Beard. It's the beard and the and the whole situation. I was like, you know what? And then and not having that the the like Jerry Curl, not Jerry Curl. But but like the press and curl ponytail, whatever you said mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah, I so used I to hate like, that. This look is, this is a good look. I can see, I see. His <laughs> little young thing dressing him right. Right. Like, get, the, get the beard, daddy. I had to do a double take when I first saw him, when when he when they were first showing him, I had to do a double take. I was, I was, like, I was wondering, I was like, where is Ron Isaac? Right, I was when like. They said, Ron. I said, that's Ron? Hold up. Right. <laughs> Hold up. I thought that was the brother that be usually playing the guitar. Yeah. I know. <laughs> also, not me being like Sunday years old when I found out that Alex Isley was an actual Isley. I didn't realize she was an Isley Isley. I just I just thought that she just happened to have the same last name. You know, Alex Wait, Isley. who is Alex Isley? Who is that? Um, she's one of those like newer singers. Um, she got a song with um I know Into Orbit is one of her um popular ones. And then also like uh she has a song called Good and Plenty with um with Masego. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like look her up because she's good, but I just didn't know she was uh she was an Isley. She's um early. Oh, so she must be trained. She must be trained then. Yeah. Right, I was like, "Oh, okay. that makes sense. Makes sense." Yeah. Now let me see what else we got for the news because ain't much really happened. Um, so I wanted to, I guess, like we can briefly touch on like the DMX thing. Um, because I'm letting it kind of play out. Um, but yeah. apparently he's still in like the veg- uh, vegetative state, and yeah. you know, on like. What do you mean still? Like once you become a vegetable, isn't it like that's it? It's you don't like you kind of don't. You can't be in a vegetative, like you can't have not oxygen not coming to your brain for an extended amount of time after yeah. that. Right. Rat. Yeah. Because I'm like, if he's brain dead, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't think like the family, they're just letting it go on like 
you know, just letting him live it out. But it's like, is he living it out? Like, I'm not too familiar with it, but yeah, it it's rough. Um, I have friends who are just like the biggest DMX fans. Uh, like, shout out to my yeah. friend D. Like, she's one of his like biggest biggest fans. She was talking about this man. Like, like he was a god. And this week, seeing her and how she's been acting because of it, it's like, yo, um, when your fave gets a little bit older or something like that happens to him, it it hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just it's weird for me because uh, one of the movies that I do watch when it comes on TV. Um, I think it's like Never Die Alone. That was a DMX movie where he was like this drug kingpin, but he wasn't like the main person in the movie. They were just like kind of like doing like a, like a mockumentary type of style of like his last days. And they were listening through like his days and everything through, a, what do you call them? Like a VHS tape. And I, mm-hmm. I guess the plot of the movie was him being a drug dealer. He was going and getting people like addicted to these drugs and shit like that. And one of the girls, I don't know if you know who, uh, what's her name, Zaria from what was that TV show? Um, the parent was the parenthood, so he ended up dating her and then getting her hooked on drugs and stuff like that. So to see that he's using these drugs and stuff like that, I'm like, yo, like, was that movie kind of like impacting like his drug like addiction and things like that? Because I didn't know he was this like hard on drugs. I just always but didn't they say that he was like exposed by one of his friends? Like he just happened to hit a blunt that had crack in it or something yeah, like that. Crack when he was real when he was young, mm. and that's fucked up. Like that's you really think about up. that. That's like how can you really do that to somebody? And that's your friend. That's supposed to be your homie. Yeah. Like one of my friends with some crack in my blunt. I'm never forgiving. <laughs> they gotta die. <laughs> they like die. what the hell? Yeah, they definitely got to go. Um, and I guess the last little piece of news uh, this week, because it's pretty much been slow. But um, Issa Rae says that she is ready to let go of Insecure ahead of the final season. Now, you guys, you both do the Insecure recap for the podcast. And hearing those words, I'm like, damn, like she really is not joking about it being the last season. And I know- Why is she so mad about it? Finish it out, right. girl. Don't be yeah. that <laughs> let us like enjoy the last season at least. Damn, and I want to. I want to prove because mm-hmm. I already feel like my life is insecure. I just want right. to see what's going to happen. Like, is right. she going to accept the love child or not? <laughs> yeah, that for me too. I I really hope she does, and then just kind of like brings like a different element to the show. Just to end it I kind of hope that Condola has a miscarriage, and oh, <laughs> I mean, no. I hate, I'm funny. not trying to put that on there, but I just don't want this baby. I feel well, like you said, it's the last season, but I really don't want this baby coming into the way of Lawrence and Issa. Like yeah. that shit should have never been written into there anyway. To yeah. be honest, it shouldn't have never been written into there. I'm still mad that it was written into there, but um, I'm like, I know this bitch pregnant. Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Like, can it just be somebody else's baby? Like, secretly? Right, right. Like the ex or something. Mm-hmm. Right. And she's like, I didn't want to tell you. And then have Lawrence spending all this money on the baby. Yeah, do that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we got the news out the way. I wanted to ask y'all about these, like, this tweet. So, a woman by the name of Miss Bunbridge, she wrote, Stop asking people why they want to work at your company. They need a job and you're hiring. Let's move the fuck on. Nobody cares about the company's values. 
that y'all even don't even follow. So then somebody else, I guess, like responded. They said, or why do you think that you're a good asset to the company? I mean, you tell me you got the resume and you called me for a reason. You don't need the extra formalities. You need somebody to work for you and I need the job for its payment and will do what's expected of me. So one of the guys by the name of Cut with the E, he said, I like to flip the question on him. Why do you think the company will be a good asset to my life? Everything I learned from interviewing, I learned from Robert California. So I don't know if y'all have gone into like many interviews where you were able to like flip it on them and ask them questions. But whenever you hear like, why do we need to hire you? Like, what's usually your response to that? I mean, I tell them about the assets I bring to the company, but I also think it depends on what, where you are in your position. Like, what are you really bringing to the company? Like, if I'm somebody y'all recruiting and y'all sought me out, I want to know why I should come there. But if I'm applying, I need to show y'all why I need to be there. Yeah. Not in a sense of, like, why would they hire me if they don't feel like I'm going to be an asset to the company? Just like if they were trying to recruit me, why do I feel like I should jump where I'm at? Because obviously, because I get recruiters in my inbox all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why would I ever leave unless y'all offering me something that's worth my while? Like, are y'all giving me more money? Are y'all offering remote pay? Are y'all offering student loan benefits? Like, what's the 401k looking like? Mm-hmm. How many, what's the, what's the uh, company look like? Am I about to be the only black in this company? Like, I, I look at all of those things. Yeah. But I just I think as you get higher in your career, then you're in a better position to ask them, why should I come here? Just to, instead of like you being, say, a lower level or junior staff, junior associate, and you're like trying to get that company to help you out. Then I don't think you should be like asking, well, why should I come here? Like, nigga, you junior staff, you know why you should come here. Exactly. <laughs> But if I'm a senior, if I'm coming in there as a senior exec or pre- principal or something like that, mm-hmm. I'm not about to, I mean, not saying I'm not going to, you know, show them why I'm here, but at the end of the day, y'all have requested me. <laughs> what about you, Iris? How you feel about it? I mean, so I, first of all, I just hate how fucking convoluted the whole interview process is. I just hate it so much. Like, mm-hmm. I hate how drawn out and convoluted and how they make you drunk through these soups. I hate the fact that interviews take so long and all these extra parts and everything. Like I really just, I I like reject this. Like I fucking hate it. I hate that we have to act like job is our, our, is our life. I fucking hate that shit. I don't want to live just to work. This shit is not my life. I'm not even that happy about having to like be here, but I know that it's just something, it's a tool for me mm-hmm. in a certain place that I need to get to in life. This should not about to be my life. I reject mm-hmm. that work needs to be your life. Um, I mean, yeah, like I say all that to say, like, I don't know. Cause I haven't, like I took, I thought I was going to be interviewing in 2020, but then I like just decided to switch the tra- trajectory of everything. But now I'm like, you know, in the position where I'm like looking for fully remote work because my job's trying to get us to code back. And I'm like, listen, nah. Um, but you said those days are over. <laughs> first of all, like, yo, the whole, the, the, 
always wanted to live in New York. I love New York. However, now I'm over here just like, that place is expensive as hell for no reason. And like, I refuse. Like, I'm actually finally in a place where I'm not like pressed for my paycheck every week. Like, mm-hmm. obviously I want that shit, but I'm not like out here like, damn, like, where's my, where my paycheck at? Cause you know, it's getting, cause I'm just like a little bit more comfortable and that shit just wasn't the case in New York. Yeah. Well, um, let me ask you this in now that you're in Mexico, would you say like it's way significantly cheaper? Absolutely. Okay. Um, absolutely. And uh, quality of life. Like, how do you feel as, as far as like meeting people? Like, is it really just like a oh, vacation spot? It gets old or you really could see yourself living there long term. So the place that I'm in right now, um, it's, it's, I think it is very livable. I think, um, it's very livable. It's a city. It's, it's a city, but it's not like a huge city, but it's, it's close to the beach and everything. I can see it being like a livable situation, um, like long term. But what I'm realizing right now is that I don't know if I really want to be tied to a single place, period. Yeah. Mm, okay. Oh. No home base. Yeah, not right now. Because like, especially like I, like, I ain't got no kids. I don't got no man. I don't got, and my job is like, whatever so like i'm trying to just find figure out opportunities where i have like more flexibility to kind of like do whatever because i'm just like when i feel like i don't want to be mexico anymore i want the opportunity and the freedom and the flexibility to just go somewhere else because i feel like it um now that i got like this taste of freedom i just want to do that but i feel like it um so i say all that to say just more just more about like me just not being so tied to a job or even a career like i'm just not it's just not something that is my, my main focus. It's a tool and it's a means so that I can like give money so that I can do the things that I want. But it's not something that I'm just like, oh, no, I need to find this dream job or like the best job. Or I was like, no, I want something that I can do that. I have freedom and flexibility that will give me some money so I can do all the other things that I want to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, dang, man. I'm trying to be like Iris. I'm trying to be everywhere. Fuck that. I'm going to be in Mexico. Right. Um, be an expat (laughs) well for this week we don't have many dope notes I'm gonna only just do three Um, Iris do you mind telling us exactly what dope note is okay so dope note we're going to play some songs out here and then we're going to say if we think that they are dope so we like them or they are nope we don't like them or are they or somewhere in the middle and where they're just okay? So what we got today on the dope or note? Yeah, we, we only have three. Uh, I'm going to try to keep it under hour for this episode because, you know, I like to go to sleep. But um, the first song is by someone by the name of Demolo Flow. And the song is called Girl Like You. Yeah. Yeah. It's not from the canal. Yeah, yeah, I wanna Te quiero en mi cama Mucho humo escuchando a Guadana Girl like you, a girl like you Oh, I want a girl like you Una chica como tú Por bora bora de Tell me where you at I wanna know I can't find out where you at 
uh, it gets lonely in this business When you hold me, I'm gon' make you feel it, uh I feel like I need you, be there if I need to Show you what it means to fall in love I keep staring at your features and how you got those features You should let me teach you how to fall in love Stick your tongue out just to please it Touch it, rub it, squeeze it Pull up when you need it I know you looking for somebody who could treat you right And hold it down for once that was Girl Like You by Demolo, Flo, Stetch, Tiger, and J.I. the Prince of NY. Dope but nope. That's a nope. That song sound like a African Jacquees. Hey, no. Oh, no. Yeah, that, that, that was a, a, a no for me. I'm yeah, giving- no. <laughs> Girl Like You. Girl, like. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm like, what the fuck? But then when you said Jacquees, but like, you know what? Yeah, it definitely had that vibe to it. It had like an African Afro beat Jacquees. <laughs> that, that one is going into the Hall of Shame for like, <laughs> I think that's the first Hall of Shame we've had in like over a year. Most of the stuff has been like, all right, but that just was a nah. Yeah, uh, um, nah. The next song is called Don't Wanna Pretend by Chantel May. If it's magic, why can't it be everlasting? If it's feelings involved, then how can we keep them from clashing? I know that it's hard to draw lines when we Chantel Mays, don't want to pretend. Um, dope or nope? Um, nope. I, I'm gonna give yeah. it an or. I'm just like, eh. I'm tired of girls sounding like that. Yeah. No, I feel you. I, I totally feel you on that. It's like the same as. Uh, I, I, like, I, I'm tired of that shit. Yeah, it's like, yo, like every song, though, like it, it has like the, the Summer Walker, Janae Aiko, yes. like whisper through this shit. I don't want to hear that shit. Let um, me just sing just to know. No, I'm good. <laughs> all right, so the next song, um, I guess we can add one more. Um, the next song is called Monate, um, M O N A T E by Mr. Jazzy Q, Busta929. Fake love and vocalistic songs oh, called Bonnie. Okay. There's a lot. There's a lot of fucking people on this song. This is like a Diddy remix. Jesus. <laughs> I 
playing, I can't hear it. It sounds it's like, like it, this is the beginning. The, the intro sounds, sounds weird. weird. <laughs> Interesting intro. Oh, this intro is like a minute and a half long. They I'm giving that for uh, no buff strength. <laughs> Yo, two minutes in and they hadn't said a fucking word yet. Right, I'm back with you. I'm like, what? It sounds very avant-garde. Yeah. <laughs> two minutes? Yeah, we, we can't go out like that. Um, Apparently, Drake, yeah. got, Drake got a song with this dude, Draco the Ruler. And it's called Talk to Me. So we'll actually rate, you know, rate this one dope and dope. So. Okay. Okay. I don't know if what we have is love, but it's on my mind. We might slide on a nigga inside this club. Girl, close your eyes. Fifteen brothers, no friends when I pull up for peace of mind. Lights come on, I'ma need you to come find me. Don't be so shy. Cause I know you want me, girl. Cause I know you want me, girl. Cause I know you want me, girl. Cause I know you want me. Want me, girl, cause I know you want me. Cause I know you want me. Girl. They all want. Don't be shy, I got killers with me, stupid. I'm watching sticks, I ain't worried about no boobies. I know you want me, cause your bitty is a goofy. Boss you up, your lifestyle could be exclusive. But I don't know, cause you be hanging around with losers. Internet chores and niggas trying to do me. 650S, bitch, I feel like Lil Boosie. You want me, so do all your friends, that you stupid. Stop him. Alright, alright, come on now. Um. Dope and Nope. Damn. This was not a good day for Dope and Nope's. This was not. Yeah. Um, or. Yeah, this was. Because maybe it cranked up at the end. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, Drake, so far, like, nah. Yeah, when Drake on it, it's like, all right, it's going to be fire. And then Homeboy comes reading off of his composition notebook, and it's like, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> and the it's thing like, is. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna see if there's any more like to the song. So want me, girl. Cause I know you want me. Cause I know you want me. Cause he read composition. I know you love it. You can't control me while you acting like the pro. Oh no, nope. Yeah. Nah, nope. <laughs> That's an absolute nope. All right, so it's unpopular opinion time. So, ooh, yeah. You know, we ain't had him in a couple weeks. So, what is your unpopular opinion? We can start with Chris. Unpopular opinion that niggas who say poor people shouldn't have kids are fucking retarded. Oh, sorry. That is not politically correct. <laughs> they are stupid and ignorant and the worst kind of people. And you practice eugenics whether you like it or not. I had a h- long debate with someone 
about if poor people should be allowed to have kids. And I'm like, yo, because people are poor, they have to live in poverty. He's like, well, I ain't trying to pay for them food stamps. I'm like, do you realize the percentage of food stamps that your taxes even pay? Like maybe, maybe 48 cents of your taxes to pay for food stamps. And I'm just like, I'm just tired of people thinking that poor people aren't entitled to have a life of happiness because they are poor. So that shit makes me mad. Anytime somebody says something about that whole thing, like poor people should be able to have kids, it's like, do you realize that they tried to stop poor black people from having children, like slave, like before? (laughs) Right, or black people in general. Fuck it, just poor. They just. Right, exactly. Like they tried to. So it's just like. Did y'all, do y'all not understand that y'all just feeding into the same type of like bullshit that it was keeping our people like oppressed? For- right. And the thing is, niggas was like, well, I got a scholarship. I made it out the hood. I, I'm like, nigga, if we being honest, you just a token and you was lucky. Like, because I know people who had good grades just like me and didn't make it to where I'm at. And I'm just like, yo. I wouldn't say it's that cut and dry that everybody has the same equal opportunity. That shit is, is propaganda to me. Like, it's not real. Like, yeah, I happen to know a lot of successful people, but I also know people who had the same access but didn't have the same opportunity. So I'm just like, yo, I don't think we should label folks as it's necessarily like they didn't try hard enough or they didn't do enough because if it was that easy, then everybody would be at the goddamn table. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that shit just really grinds my gear. So I'm just tired of y'all niggas who think you made it shitting on who like oh, the gosh. people that y'all grew up with. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, that's my unpopular opinion. <laughs> so I don't I don't really know if this opinion is unpopular or not. But I just feel like Paul Pierce shouldn't have been fired from ESPN. I just feel like is are strippers and 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 all that stuff and throw money and stuff is that not a part of rich athlete culture? Like, and, didn't the NBA just allow like blunts? Yep. Like they they can smoke, right? Yep. So my man was just smoking a blunt, having a good time. Oh, can we also talk about Michael Rappaport? Because I feel like that kind of. Oh. Completely forgot about that shit. Oh boy. Um, boy, Chris, you might as well start up. So, I just feel like he's playing the white man victim card right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they yeah. do it. As soon as something stop working for them, they always do that. They always Un- go like unpopular opinion. Michael Rappaport's not even hurt by Kevin Durant's words. He's not just a- knowing exactly. that I could play the white man victim card. Yeah. Did you notice exactly. he changed his voice in everything? Like, right? Uh, he's like, I'm just. Oh, it was homophobic. Nigga, what? What are you mm-hmm. talking about? You are a comedian. You mean to tell me you ain't never went off on nobody like that? No. Fuck out of here. You ain't fooling me. Right? Oh, didn't he have a video where he was coming at somebody crazy one yep. time? Yeah, I think so. so. I was like, yo, how is this any different? Mm-hmm. That just reminded me of that, Iris. Like, niggas online doing one thing and acting differently. Yeah, man. Seemed like we finally got Q. So, Q, what is your Hi. opinion? Hi, Q. Hi, how y'all doing? Uh, happy, happy 
um, April, happy Easter, all that good shit. Um, my unpopular opinion, the women's basketball game is better than the men's. That, yeah. The last oh, game was interesting. Watch, so that, that was... Oh, college, college, college basketball, definitely. Um, there's an argument to be made about the WNBA versus the NBA, but in college basketball... Oh, yeah, college is way more interesting. The the women's game in college basketball is so much. Like, there are women's teams that can run their men's teams out of the goddamn fucking gym. Mm -hmm. Out of the fucking gym. Yeah. That's my... That's my unpopular opinion. Okay. Let me see. Greg, what's yours? Um, this one, it my unpopular opinion is like adding to your order at like a like at a fast food joint or like at a drive-through window. It, it's annoying as shit. Um, like I, I hate when people do this shit. Like they forgot what they were going to order when they get to the drive-through window. So you already placed your order. They told you what your total was, and you wait till you get to the window, and all of a sudden you got more shit you want to order. You didn't think this through before you even got into the drive-through. You were just like, you know what? I'm gonna get a little bit of everything. I'm gonna sprinkle that shit in here. I'm gonna sprinkle it in there. <laughs> like just know, like know what the fuck you're gonna order when you get there. If you don't, just don't go and eat at fast food restaurants. The same thing with like regular like dining restaurants when you go with people and they don't know what they want to order i hate that like know what you want to order before we go there like but i will say this greg mm-hmm. i went to mcdonald's recently for the first time in i don't know how fucking long that menu is totally different like i really had to look i was like what is a, a 4b a 4c like <laughs> whoa this is, a, this is this is mad new <laughs> it's a COVID menu that's why this man said a COVID. It's a COVID menu. menu. That COVID no, no, menu serious. bomb. Like I love that chicken sandwich. That fr- that Wait, you are crisp, you spicy chicken sandwich? I know it's crack. And the spicy McNuggets. Oh, they got spicy nuggets. Yes. Now, y'all. Listen, listen. I'm down here. I'm down here in South Carolina. And uh, yeah, that spicy that McDonald's spicy chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Go, fire. That can that joint can go toe to toe with Popeye with the with Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh, you know, you know those, it's definitely know. pretty up there. It's like a cheap version of the Chick Fil A sandwich. Like if you ain't trying to pay the Chick Fil A price, you can go to McDonald's and get that same My, idea. Mm-hmm. But listen, but listen, hear hear me out. I've had all three. I've had all three. That McDonald's chicken sandwich, especially with the spicy sauce. Mm. The spicy man, it can compete and is it almost can be better in a lot of ways than the Popeye sandwich. We we gonna have we have to rank them. We have to rank them. We can do that next week. Yeah, I'll um, buy all three and I'll buy all three and I'll take I'll do a taste test on live on there. But you you gotta add two more though because even though like I don't eat fast food like that, like they have a couple more. They have the KFC one and they got Burger King too. So you gotta put gonna, them in- Okay, so I'm gonna try I've had the I've had the Burger King. The Burger King one is really good. Mm-hmm. I have not had the KFC one yet. Mm-hmm. That may be on my mission for tomorrow. Okay. My that may that may be my lunch order for tomorrow. All right. Well let me ask though, when it comes to like, you know, everybody talks about the, the chicken sandwich at Popeye's, 
I don't personally eat fish. Have y'all had the fish sandwich from there at all? No. Um, yes. Yes. It was all right. It was all right. I feel like it was too much breading. Um, I haven't had it. I haven't had it yet, but that will be on my, um, cause literally the, the Popeye's from, uh, the house is two miles. It's, it's a mile and a half away. So I can, I, I we can add that, you know, we can do that in two weeks. Okay. We do the fish sandwiches. Well, I can't wait. Man. I need to know because I ain't had fast food for a minute. So like that would that would be good to know. But you know, we're we gonna get out of here. So let everybody know where you can find you on social media so we can get up out of here. Yes, you can find me guys at Chris Cash DC on Instagram, even though I'm taking a hiatus. I post like every now and then. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Viva La Marie. You can find me on Instagram at O-Iris. That's O-H-I-R-I-S. I actually might be doing some more fun stuff on there. I feel like I need to kick up on my Instagram a little bit. So. Ooh, I'm excited to see that. <laughs> yeah. uh, first of all, fuck Instagram. It sucks. <laughs> but you can find me on Twitter at Kijuzi1906. Um, I have been tweeting a lot about FanDuel because like my FanDuel has been cashing. Think shout out. If I can do a shout out, Greg. Mm-hmm. To this group. Shout out to Roto Radar. <laughs> they have been making me money. <laughs> my investment <laughs> in my in, in like getting getting lineups from uh Major League Baseball and soon the NBA have been cashing and they're cashing right now. Um, so shout out to Road to Radar. Um, but again, you can find me on Twitter at QDZ1906. Fuck Instagram. That shit sucks. Um, yeah, that's it. Right. And y'all can follow us on Twitter at YBBother, or you can follow us on Instagram at YoungBlackPod. We're on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, we will have some type of monetization system soon. Again, I just kind of like took it down because I was trying to get the optics ready for after tax season. So we will have a way to donate to the show. We do have premium still, so you can feel free to donate to that. Or, you know, if you want to get bonus content and things like that, it is behind the paywall. And starting, I think it's uh, July 9th, we're going to move some of the previous episodes, like I think episode like one to like maybe like 150 to 200. We're going to move those behind the paywall. So if you want to hear the older content, I would suggest either listening to it now, because once July comes, all that stuff is going behind the paywall. So with that being said, you've listened to episode 317 of the Young Black and Bother podcast. We will see hey. you next week. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription.